and you're listening to NRI Woman, the show where we chat with women of Indian origin living abroad. I'm Bettina. And I'm Nanora. We hope in sharing these stories, you will be inspired, learn something new, or know that you're not alone in some of the struggles you face. We live in an overly communicative, always-on, media-rich age. The noise seeps into all aspects of our lives, leaving us physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausted. Like so many of us, our guest Sonia Anand felt her life was out of control. She found herself running in 10 different directions, juggling between a corporate job, raising kids, running a family, and managing it all while seeming happy and content. But she wasn't. This strictly regimented and scheduled life was a careful balancing act that she feared would come crashing down any moment. She was pushed to the lowest point in her life and decided she had to do something to change it. She's here to chat with us today about how she overcame her fears, embraced stillness, why she thinks it's important for all of us to embrace it, and how one can go about making stillness a part of their lives. Actually, uh, what happened was when I was working, and I think like most women, there was so much of stress. Like most everybody faces that in their day-to-day life. And also the pressure of, I need to make an income, I need to, you know, help whatever my family out and everything. And so there was a lot of stress and stuff. And I slowly started, I had a bit of like postpartum depression post my second son's birth. And it's, it's not like today where things are so recognized and people really know um, women are more aware. At that point of time, we were not aware. I mean, this I'm talking about like um, 20 years ago. We were not that aware. So I started kind of reading up and I kind of knew that there was, I was something not okay. And I had a friend who kept telling me like, you know, Sones, you're not okay. And I started noticing that I was having mood swings and going into a slight of a depression. And that's when I um, started taking some treatment for it. And that's when I went, I said, okay, fine, maybe the yoga is going to sort me out. But what, what the yoga school does, it gives you a completely um, 360 degree in your lifestyle. It's a complete change. Your food is different. Your lifestyle is different. Everything is different. So what happened is it kind of manifested. It became like deeper. After taking a break for a month to train at a yoga center, Sonia struggled to get back into the real world and resume all her responsibilities. The result was that her depression was back. Only this time, it was stronger and harder. She took the necessary treatment to help her get out of it. However, she also instinctively knew that yoga was her way out to find stability in her life and the change she was looking for was something that only she could bring. So she pursued yoga and with that came an unexpected outcome. Always knew for many years that I had more of a spiritual path to follow. But when I uh, went initially to learn yoga, I never thought that I'm going to do it to teach people. I just went in because I wanted that discipline and I wanted to stabilize myself. So it was not about others, it was not about anything, it was just for myself. And once I went there, I met some really interesting people from all over the world some of them who were already teachers. And so it's amazing how the universe, when you think that you're not really worth it, or you know, you don't, I don't really think I can do this. Your confidence levels are low. It's unbelievable how the universe sends out these amazing people to you. And they say, you know something, you are gonna teach us today. 
it was the hardest thing for me to do. I said, no, 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 no. I had no confidence. And they would make me teach. So I'd say, inhale up, exhale down. And slowly I started building up my confidence. And then maybe I started teaching my, my children and my husband or just another two friends, you know. So just started like with um, just family. And I didn't really still think that I wanted to teach. As I just thought of it as my own personal practice. That's it. From giving up a corporate job and teaching her friends and family yoga to becoming a full-time yoga teacher and acharya, how did Sonia make that choice? That's a very, it's a very tough decision to make. When the mental body is affected, you realize that that is like the most, it is really the most important. If you're not mentally okay, you're completely debilitated. Now the choice of building back your mental strength is by keeping the physical body strong. So I realized that the physical sheath has to be strong. Automatically, the mental sheath started getting stronger and stronger. And then I thought, it's very difficult to follow the yogic path and maintain a corporate life. So I had a choice. Yes, in the corporate life, I can make this much of money. And uh, monetarily, it's way better for me. But when I said, you have to, at some point of time, make a choice. Do you want this and that? Or do you want just to stick to the yoga? It was amazing how the universe, if, if, you're, if you uh, surrender yourself to the universe, it's amazing how the universe guides you. So I'm like, I'm happy here. I'm passionate about what I do. So why should I go back into that stressful life just to make that extra money? And so Sonia quit her corporate job and embarked boldly onto a new chapter in her life. This time as yoga teacher with a specific interest to help others who had struggled like her. Now it's uh, been like 10 years of teaching. So yoga is all about constant evolution. And now what I teach is more um, energy practices. So they learn meditation and they, they put the yoga and the meditation together. So let's say Susan come to me. Susan's energy body is different. Mata's energy body is different. So the practices which Susan does is different. What Mata does is different. So because all of us have different strains, stresses, uh, emotional blocks, uh, childhood memories that are stuck within us. So what I teach is like energy flow hatha and stabilizing of the energy centers. It's important to work according to the needs of your body. Not just, you know, go into random uh, crazy poses which your body isn't ready for, that kind of stuff. According to Sonia, one of the easiest ways to get rid of psychic blocks which manifest themselves physically in our bodies is through self-love. Usually energy blocks, wherever we feel that there is a little bit of weight, we're gaining weight someplace, that's the place where energy isn't flowing. And the simplest way to remove that block is to massage ourselves. Just self-massage because self-love is very important because a lot of people can be extremely beautiful and have zero self-love. They can't even, when you say touch yourself and press your th like leg or hand and massage it, they're like wondering what she making me do. They have no connectivity with themselves. When you rise above self-love and you just feel love within you, you begin to feel so full, like you're bursting with light. In the meditation, we do this practice. We um, open our palms out and we say, just as we've received from the universe, we give back. So when we give back, we're giving out unconditional love. 
Sonia believes releasing the emotional blocks through yoga, meditation and self-love has helped her overcome her fears. Before I started yoga, there's always, I think like most women, we always think about, do we have enough money? A lot of it was materialistic fears, you know? Now, if I don't work, will the family have enough money? Does, you know? Okay, so my fears, a lot of it was monetary. The second was, am I good? Am I good enough? We all have that insecurity about who we are. Oh, I'm so, I'm so good looking, I'm so whatever. But I can't even go and speak in front of two people. Okay, these, this was another fear I had, like I have confidence, loss of confidence. So these were all fears, physical fears as well. Like I don't look as good as I should be. Because it's a looks driven uh, society. Yeah. So these were my fears. Today, my kids said, Mama, are you scared to do this? Without even batting an eyelid, I, I can say that to them. I said, your mama has no fears at all. And that stability is Samadhi. When you stick to your practice, stick to your life path and what we call follow your dharma. What you're supposed, what you're meant to do and you're passionate about it. So there is no fear right now in my life. No insecurities about am I good, am I beautiful. And when you feel that way, you begin to actually feel, look more beautiful and empower more women. We cling to our known fears as we consider it a part of us. Some of us fear overcoming it, and yet we have to overcome them to feel content. Sonia shares one way she thinks can help us let go of our fears. Every human being is ridden with fears. When I, I teach meditation uh, for free uh, most weekends, and uh, I've seen that the most strong-looking people have the largest number of fears. Once in the yogic way, how you can overcome fears is first observing the breath. Don't keep, give too much of attention to the fear. It's, it's a constant and a consistent practice. There is no quick fix. I always believe that. Like what we say in yoga, you need a sadhana. You need a consistent practice. You want to get over your fears in the long run. You sit down. You observe your breath and go into a state of meditation slowly, 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 every day. You start off with 15 minutes, you build it up to 20 minutes, go up to 30 minutes, you keep building your breath meditation practice. Slowly, your fears begin to drop. As your fears begin to drop, you'll, you'll notice that you've broken so many boundaries. I've seen like some certain students of mine, no job, very little money, still not getting anxious if the next month she's going to have a job. Now that takes a lot of trust and surrendering ourselves to knowing, like I don't like to use any religious uh, uh, context, but surrendering ourselves to the universe, knowing that we are going to be taken care of. And that comes, number one is to release fears, doing your breath practice. And number two is when you're closing your eyes, you connect with the higher light. You just feel a beautiful light. When you connect with this light, all these fears slowly begin to drop. And it is not a quick fix. It is consistent practice every day and it's, it takes time. People don't have the patience. Yeah. That is the problem. Sonia took a leap of faith when she gave up the known and followed the path of becoming a yoga teacher and then an acharya or spiritual mentor. Her chosen path has changed her life philosophy. Do not be in a hurry because there's so 
everybody is in such a hurry to make name fame money all these things and what i've learned is it's been hard it's very tough um to stay time uh, the universe has a certain plan okay so if you don't hurry it will it will orchestrate yourself and it will take you in the correct way i remember this one line they said it takes many lifetimes to be a yoga teacher but today if you see you go one month and you can be a yoga teacher so the responsibility not just to yourself but even to the people you teach so you cannot be in too much of a hurry you have to pace yourself out and let things flow that's my philosophy and never hurry it will happen when it's meant to we live in a rapidly moving world where most of us are like hamsters in a wheel running without getting anywhere it is a continuous exhausting and unfulfilling cycle in the midst of this overscheduled and crowded life many of us seek a simpler life one where we are able to relax and be at peace while retreating to the mountains is one way to achieve that we have to find a way to obtain that inner stillness while we continue to live our lives in this crazy world sonia believes that inner stillness is a key to happiness and contentment if you look out today it's such a fast paced world and i've been teaching kids and teens and stuff most of them have so many issues they're so competitive they have so much of peer pressure they have so much of low confidence they have no belief in their own talents they've lost the trust in their own talents and you need when you when you go back into your silence and you go back into stillness you automatically begin to calm yourself and you come back to the core of existence you know and that is a beautiful space to be when you're in that space you automatically get a lot of clarity it's so that is why stillness is so important in this day and age because it's life is no more what it used to be like 20 30 years ago it's all about who knows who who goes where who wears what and if you want to get into that rat race and end up with tons of mental diseases and this this inability to still our lives is the cause of a huge number of diseases today because of the what we call vrittis the thought forms so many thought forms going through the mind what does the thought forms do they begin to make you they they manifest again in the astral level they begin to create like you know slowly slowly there's corroding and it manifests in the physical level as disease like you just look at yourself like you think a lot about one particular topic for 10 minutes you can actually feel heat in your body you can feel uh, heat coming out of your mouth you can feel the body feeling a little itchy all these things are like so important and that's the reason why you need to go back and practice stillness it is the need of the day today meditation is a huge need of the day what else has sonia discovered about herself after following this path i've seen that i've become more patient extremely patient calmer more loveful and um, more giving and it's not just about uh, just to people it's about giving back to the earth you know giving back uh, trying to use less plastic trying to you know be more loveful to even the plants to the to the air to the sun everything you know just you just automatically begin to i always tell people yoga isn't just about doing poses it's about giving back to mother earth connecting with her that's why the feet are extremely important in yoga 
like your grounding is very very important so what happens once you're grounded you automatically begin to become more stable once you're more stable again you start dropping fears when you drop your fears there's so much more clarity all these things it's, it's all connected yeah and as students how have they benefited from practicing sonia's method a lot of them write stuff and they send me stuff how it's helped them how they're so grateful and thankful and everything but what i do see is a lot of them have become strong mentally again emotionally so much in sync with themselves and when we they begin to realize that it's not just about depending on someone else it's about being strong enough within you to depend on you you know so the practices of course are important the yoga practices the physicality of the practices is important and learning to love yourself all those lots of people who stop loving themselves who felt they were either too chubby or not really pretty whatever they start loving themselves more not in the egoistic sense but in a good sense in a way of self development i've seen that a lot with most of my students and they become calmer and more gentle and a lot of them have also dropped a lot of thought forms the ones who really uh, do practice a lot of meditation as well thought forms become less so i've really seen an improvement they become stable they've become more clear everything clarity stability everything has come up for them overcoming our fears feeling stable and content and finding that calm within ourselves from the external chaos is possible sonia shares her tips on how one can achieve this simple tip first tip just take a little candle put in front of you sit down close your eyes and feel the light of that candle so that is that is a tip so when you put a little candle and you close your eyes you fill you allow that light to fill you and it's so easy to do okay that is one tip as you're doing that observing the breath okay the third thing that they can do is alternative nostril breathing why alternative nostril breathing because it stabilizes the two hemispheres of the brain when there's disharmony between the two hemispheres of the brain the in the stress levels increase okay so when you do like uh, alternative nostril breathing is a very simple technique you inhale from the left you exhale from the right then you inhale from the right you exhale to the left this is one round you do this five rounds six rounds seven rounds and then slowly you automatically go into a state of meditation because there's so much of harmony inside the brain breathing when you do this alternative nostril breathing it immediately calms down the nervous system directly connected to the nervous system automatically you begin to calm down and then you just focus within you on the light it's a very calming technique this i teach to all people alternative nostril breathing and closing your eyes and feeling the light of the candle flowing through it's very difficult for a lot of people to stay long doing something like that because they're not in sync with themselves to be in a space of silence so even if they do it for let's say start off with 5 minutes then grow it to 10 to 15 minutes sometimes you don't even need the candle then you just go into your breath silence is such a powerful practice that's why the masters of your always spoke about silence most people do not know how to practice silence because we always we do not want to involute even when they're doing yoga some people are constantly looking to see how the other person is doing the practice that's why in um, yoga school they don't have mirrors because then you begin to connect with the other 
instead of focusing on the on you going inwards for all of us our past includes a mixture of darkness and light and sonia's life is no different she is not defined by her past but it has shaped the kind of person she has become i'm so grateful for those experiences because if it wasn't for those experiences i wouldn't be where i am today the problem with most people today is they keep cribbing like in relationships oh i was with this guy it went wrong i was with this job it was horrible this guy made my life horrible no but when you once you reach a space of like stillness within you you appreciate each of those experiences because it's because of those experiences that you've gotten where you are and it's because of because of the depression i feel i became a much more empathetic teacher because otherwise i had all these rules everything was in a box because i've been in boarding school since i was like 5 years old so a very rigid disciplined lifestyle so it was everything was a box this is this this is this this is this this is this and because of the depression and because of you know the struggle through all the struggles that i went through it makes us better human beings and i'm really grateful for all the lessons i learned if tomorrow i need to uh, do stuff like you know like maybe even run my own business it would be something that i've also learned from the corporate world so i'm really grateful to all the people who crossed my life they were all teachers in their own way the poem the three oddest words by the polish poet wisława szymborska reads when i pronounce the word future the first syllable already belongs to the past when i pronounce the word silence i destroy it when i pronounce the word nothing i make something no non being can hold the past noise and stuff seems to dominate our daily lives sonia is conscious of it every day every moment and has found success in the present i always believe that happiness is so important people forget to be happy they connect happiness with things material things but i've just reached a stage where ha- i've realized that happiness isn't because we've done it all we've seen it we've bought the louis vuitton we've bought the gucci and stuff and we've realized that that isn't happiness what is success person can have all the money in the world have everything but they don't they're not happy they don't have good health so today i think for me how i define success is to be happy and to follow what we say our dharma the path that has been given to us and do it to the best of your ability without looking for the fruits of your labor simplicity humility not not trying to sell not trying to you know push your practices on to people if you see in this world what's going on it's so much of killing and scarcity of food ex- or excessive rain too much sun it's everything there's like so much of uh, imbalance so um, i'm building my little school of love and wisdom which i hope will happen over the next one year and i'm hoping the large pe- groups of people will gather and lovely release light to the universe you know there's a beautiful song i remember learned in school it was like Jesus gives us shine with a pure clear light like a little candle burning in the night in this world of darkness so we must shine you in your small corner and i in mine join us again next time for more inspiring stories of nri women if you like the show please recommend us to a friend and don't forget to rate us as it helps other people find us if you'd like to get in touch with us please email us at hello@nriwoman.com or twitter 
at NRI underscore woman. Stay tuned for highlights from the next episode at the end of the show. You can see and learn more about the amazing women we chat with on our Facebook page or website www.nriwoman.com. I'm Lenora. And I'm Bettina. Until next time, keep learning, keep inspiring and be kind. Next week on NRI Woman. I mean, we have a saying because I'm a biologist um, that things we do when we are in our early teens and early 20s is the decisions we take because our frontal lobe is not completely developed at the yet. So the frontal lobe of the brain is the part of the brain that helps you process information and seek out what is danger, what is not danger. So at that point, our frontal lobes are not developed yet. So we take rash decisions, we make stupid mistakes. New episodes come out every Monday. Make sure you subscribe.